Hello everyone and welcome to this session of Rethink the Obvious. In today's topic, we're going to talk about something very specific and very sensitive. We talk about work and leadership during international conflicts. Of course, we all went through the ongoing debates about uh, fucked up situation in Iraq and Afghanistan, financial crisis, debates around COVID-19 and vaccination, different things, also migration, refugees crisis, Black Lives Matter, gender equality, the Russian invasion of Ukraine, and the current situation in the Middle East, which is basically uh, related to the Israeli-Palestinian war, is something that we are seeing all the time these days, specifically in social media and workplace. In this episode, we won't talk about politics. We will focus on leadership in business in times of international conflict. Hey everyone, and welcome to Rethink the Obvious, the podcast of critical thinking that challenges traditional views. So if you're ready, let's jump in with your host, Hussein Benamor. Some of the most important aspects and keywords that we're going to hear today are sensitivity, emotions, dialogue, mental health, and risk assessment. I know this sounds very PMP related somehow, but we're going to discuss it more from any professional's point of view. Lately, I've been seeing merging of workspace with these international conflicts. Talking about LinkedIn, for example, LinkedIn is no longer just about job posting, endorsement, and work anniversaries. It became a place, some kind of mixture of Facebook and Twitter, which is now called X. I'm seeing there a lot of information that's been shared in what I call, what I can call remote activism. And many online debates about what's happening there in the Middle East. And of course, we all know that it's easier to share hate speech online. And this is what I've been seeing in the last couple of weeks. So before I start, let me tell you a bit about my background. I have two citizenships, a Tunisian one, so North Africa, and a German one, of course, Central European. Now, the Tunisian version of the conflict is pro-Palestinian, and the German version is heavily pro-Israel. For historical reasons, of course, and also maybe for uh, geopolitical interests. Now, sadly, both are blindly censoring information and imposing one single narrative of what's happening there in the Middle East. This feels a bit like a George Orwell's 1984 a novel, right? Now, I don't know if it's a luck or a curse to be exposed to various propagandas, the pro-Israeli one, the pro-Palestinian one, the anti-Semitic one, the Islamophobe version, etc. I'm not going to discuss the political issue here and the horror that is happening in the Middle East. My message today is not political. Of course, my thoughts are with everyone who is hit by a bad news, whether Israeli or Palestinian or in any part of the world. I just hope that politicians from both sides stop using civilians in wars because simply every life matters. Now again, today's topic is about leadership at work in times of international conflict. Maybe some of you are listening to me and think, how dare you talk about business in these circumstances? You should be talking about the conflict and trying to find a solution, right? That's what everyone is doing these days. Now, let me tell you, if you are a 
carpenter, for example, would you stop making doors and furniture every day? Right? That's part of your job. And what I'm doing here is also part of my job. So our focus today, again, is not political. Uh, we're going to focus on business. And before I start, let's define the word leader. Now, when I say leader during this episode, I mean anyone within a team or an organization, not necessarily managers. Of course, there are roles that have formal leadership position, but also every individual contributor can be a leader within their organization, can be leading projects, leading initiatives, and can, of course, also leading meetings and events. The first step is to raise your own awareness as a leader. Now, before we talk about finding common ground, it's important to acknowledge biases that you might have. Of course, everyone at Workspace or outside would have their own beliefs and their own versions of what's happening in the world. So that's why when you acknowledge your biases, you might go a step further and understand that everyone inside your team also have this kind of beliefs, especially when it comes to international or cross-regional teams. Everyone in the team comes with already built background, right, with life experience, and they brought together within a team to build the project. So that's why here, make sure that you understand this point. Different views, but one common goal. Your biases are not allowed to interfere in your relationship with your team. Now, it's important that you see the importance of cultural sensitivity in a diverse team. Now, don't preach about diversity and inclusion, but practice it. Do it proactively. So you need to foster equality and inclusion. And of course, there are a bunch of studies there talking about how diverse team with a high level of tolerance, they are more creative. Point number two is emotional awareness. People have emotions. We need to recognize that, even at workplace. Now, I'm going to talk here about specific examples. For example, I know from my surrounding that uh, many Palestinians are feeling injustice and inferiority due to what is happening in their um, home country. And at the same time, Jews, they have some historical trauma. You hear it, you see it in different comments or even videos that they feel threatened, which is, of course, not a secret, right? Now, I saw this also kind of feelings during the earthquake in Turkey and Syria that happened in early uh, 2023, in which roughly 50,000 people passed away. And I have been told that from people with, uh, from Turkish people or people with, with Turkish uh, descent, that there weren't much meditation or action to help there. And also they got that feeling of inferiority, right? Now, maybe the question that comes here in mind is, should we care about every event that is happening in the world? And my answer is, as a leader, you should be aware and you should care about every event that affects your team or any member of your organization. Indifference is bad for your team and for the trust that you're trying to build with your team. And of course, also, this will lead also to harm your career eventually. 
All right. Let's move on to some further concrete actions. Those are my own suggestions, also from my own, from my own experience, but also from others' experiences. The first thing is create inclusive discussion groups to engage with the conflict, to talk about emotions, about mental health in a constructive way. I know maybe the first question that might come to your mind is, this kind of conversations might be a mess at the end. And I agree to this. One of my friends, they did this in their team two weeks ago. And she told me that at the end of the meeting, people were shouting on each other, uh, some were crying, and it was a disaster. Now, my opinion is that there weren't a strong leadership within that team to lead this kind of conversations. Of course, you will not throw yourself in this kind of conversations easily. It's a difficult discussion, and we know that People in general, even leaders, they avoid or they, they fear difficult discussions. So that's why this really requires courage and especially preparation. You should be as a leader of your team, be prepared or a leader within your team to be prepared for this kind of uh, conversations. Not every leader can proactively do this. So see it as an opportunity to learn how to deal with difficult situations. Crucial is to focus on positive points in common ground. Now, it's important to raise awareness of valuing differences within your team, to build cultural sensitivity. Of course, I'm sure that I am repeating this simply because this is really the fundamental of what we are discussing right now. And especially ensure that people within your team are treated equally. Now, I saw this during my career people uh, or managers who were not respecting or weren't aware at all of public or religious holiday of some team members and then like pushing them to meetings or to very crucial events during that time. That will lead of course to team members or you are losing the trust of these team members, you losing their loyalty and making them feel disrespected within the organization they work for. So again, Equal treatment is one of the most fundamental things. Now going back to a specific situation, there is a conflict and maybe your company shares an official statement. If so, then share that too with your team. I think it's also important to share your own opinion about that while being sensitive to others' emotions and being of course respectful to everyone's emotions. A further point, which is not quite related, is the product that you are building. For what purpose is it built? Does it harm people? Is it contributing to the war? These can be, for example, chemicals, uh, propaganda and surveillance tools and applications. Maybe unless you are building weapons, you shouldn't really feel proud about your work contributing to the war. So this is not only an ethical question, but also a marketing one. Nobody wants to find out that what they are buying and using every day is a tool of war. Or at least, I think most of the people will mind that. I hope at least. Now I'm going back to a topic that I mentioned earlier, which is trust. Trust is not built overnight. Don't expect people to trust you just for one single speech. It's like a relationship uh, that you need to build over time. 
Now, if trust is built on the solid fundamentals, you will not lose your team during these times of conflict. All right, let's wrap up with some takeaways. Be ethical, trustworthy, and follow integrity. So people stay gathered around you and follow your leadership. Treat people equally all the time. Apologize to them if you don't. And I know that not everyone can do this. What we are talking about might seem very theoretical. Only strong leaders do this stuff. And maybe this is a, a reason for you to strengthen your leadership skills. Finally, I will leave you with this quote. Between what is said and not meant, and what is meant and not said, most of love is lost. This is a Gibran, Khalil Gibran. It seems, of course, very philosophical, so take some time to think about it and catch you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe and check out Rethink the Obvious on LinkedIn, where you'll find references and further links to the topic. Until next time, we encourage you to stay curious and always rethink the obvious.